Welcome to the Building BN Podcast, where we take an inside look at Bloomington Normal economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners. Hosted by your BNEDC. Well, first things we like to do with our guests, and this is a special edition because we are interviewing a new staff member on her first week, and she's still with us, so that's always a good sign. Um, but welcome, Whitney, and we're going to start off by trying to get a little bit of your background and how you ended up here in Bloomington Normal. All right. Well, that's probably a loaded question, so I'll start from the very beginning and just say that I am born and raised in central Illinois. I have been here my entire life. And um, I think a little bit when I was telling you when I interviewed with you is that pretty much when I was in high school, late high school, and then to early college, I was actually a student librarian for my local library. And during that time, I kept trying to think to myself, what can I do to get involved in the community? How can I connect with local media? And I was already thinking that when I was in high school and in college. So two things that I did, I started writing book reviews for my local town paper. And let me tell you, it was a thrill to get published (laughs) and see it in a small town newspaper. That was big for me. And then during that time as well, I also worked for, uh, at that time, my local community college and their newspaper. I wrote a column that was titled A Bit of Wits. So very clever. (laughs) I was very, very proud of that to come up with that. And um, essentially, you know, doing those things while I went through college, it allowed me to develop my love for journalism and media relations. So that's kind of how I started off in the realm of public relations and um, my love for editing and journalism. And kind of with that in mind, I graduated with my associates in journalism from Lincoln Land Community College in 2010. And then after that, I graduated with my Bachelor's of Communication and Media Studies in 2012 from the University of Illinois Springfield. So post-college, I worked in a couple positions in the marketing and public relations field. And after that point, um, my husband and I moved here to Bloomington Normal in 2016. And I started my role as the public relations coordinator for Heartland Head Start. So for those that are not familiar with uh, that organization, they are a local nonprofit preschool. And I was very excited to do that work for the community. And I spent nearly six years in that role. And I'm incredibly grateful for that time and that experience. And essentially, it allowed me to become integrated and connect to the social service community, which to me is a vital aspect to Bloomington Normal um, and is a kind of a huge part of what makes up the heart of this city. So all of that, I think, just led me here to the EDC, which I was very excited about the opportunity to expand my knowledge and to continue to be a Bloomington Normal cheerleader. Yeah, I think that um, the first degree that you got in journalism was going to come in really handy, uh, which we'll talk a little about later on the branding side. But it's it's really it's really important to be able to tell our story. And so we're going to rely heavily on your uh, journalistic skills, uh, not only just for social media, but uh, when it comes to our press releases. And the goal will hopefully be to kick out more information because there's a lot going on behind the scenes and we need to do a better job telling our story. So that's going to be a big job for you. Um, that in my, in my mind, that's a, you know, a fun personal fact, but is there any other unique personal fact you have about yourself? Sure. I, uh, I'm also a trivia host. Uh, I do that locally and that's very exciting. It's another outlet for me to 
get out in the community and meet people in a fun and creative atmosphere. So that's something I love to do as a personal hobby. I think it still fits with my personality. <laughs> so if you get to know me a little bit more, um, I can be very exuberant um, and, I, and I love doing that type of stuff. So that seemed to fit very well with uh, me personally. Um, just some other hobbies. I'm also a huge U.S. Women National Soccer fan. So I love attending games and going out and traveling and being on lots of adventures with my husband. So, yeah. Very fun. I think the uh, the trivia hosting will come in handy, too, when we get into the roundtable game. <laughs> so I'm good I, with that. Yeah. Just asking everybody the questions and uh, getting the participation uh, when the brand comes around and establishing buy-in. And that's really the give and take of economic development, it's information and relationships. And the more we can get uh, out of our community, the more we can establish plans for the future. I think that lines up uh, really well. All right, let's jump a little bit into your role as the community marketing manager. Uh, I remember when I wrote the job description for that, like I was thinking this is a huge, huge role for the community. Uh, very important um, to tell the story overall, not just of what's going on at the EDC, but all of our other microsites that I'm slowly introducing you to, not to scare you too much off the bat of all the initiatives that we got going on. Um, but if you want to talk a little bit about um, what you've got going on uh, so far, I mean, just how's your first week been? <laughs> just like you said, you you learn a lot. I think um, people often don't realize everything that economic development councils do for the community. It's a lot of different aspects that go into it. And I'm incredibly excited in my role as the community marketing manager to just even be a small part of that story. And kind of like you alluded to earlier is that I love storytelling. I love uh, connecting people and just being able to show kind of all the great aspects that make up Bloomington normal. And so I think that's kind of what led me into being able to manage this new community branding initiative that we have going on um, and essentially just being able to promote our Economic Development Council and all of our successes for McLean County. So that's very exciting to me. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, it's a little bit overwhelming in the very beginning. And but, you know, to me, I'm excited for the challenge. I'm excited to be able to organize and learn all these different aspects that we have going on and again, really integrate them and utilize them, um, not only how it can support us at the EDC, but it can support everybody else in the community. So that is my ultimate goal to really make sure everybody understands what we can do for Bloomington Normal or we can do for you individually. Yeah, we've always, uh, it's the main focus of Casey's, our business retention expansion manager, is just really to get in front of the businesses so they know, because our major corporations, actually all across America, they have tax departments that find the incentives. And uh, you're slowly being introduced to some of the incentive programs um, that we rattle off <laughs> uh, pretty quick in conversations. Um, but yeah, that, that's his goal is to let them know um, what incentives are available uh, for business. But I think the branding initiative role it's going to be to let everybody else know, even some people that are here, what's going on in their own backyard. And uh, we're kicking that off, I think, next week with our consultants, um, DCI. And they've done this all over the country for different communities. And it'll be a, a long series of actual roundtables and surveys. They've got a huge creative team. Uh, but yeah, one of your uh, roles just right off the bat is going to be to help with the information gathering just to find out you know, what the brand is. And I, th I thought it was important to also bring up what a brand is because I got asked that twice uh, by the media after I 
um, rattle it off in our being by the numbers yesterday. But I've always taken a brand as being, you know, a promise that I make to you. And hopefully you, you repeat that promise to somebody else. And so and a really easy one, if I say McDonald's French fries, everybody here can almost smell them because it's consistent and it's the same. And that's part of the marketing and the message. And that's what they're known for when you look at those golden arches. Um, so whatever that brand ends up being for us, it's going to ha- take a lot of teamwork and a lot of feedback in order to establish buy-in because I don't want the brand to be for one segment of our population because we are extremely diverse, especially with the universities here. I mean, because some could say you're a college town, others could say uh, insurance town, great place to raise a family for sure. We heard that yesterday, um, but, but things are changing and we may need to make sure that as we change, um, we're being really inclusive and having something that we can all be proud of to try to capture this energy that's going on. And I really liked it whenever you said, when we asked you, like, even before your first day, you stopped by, you know, I said, so what do you like about this place? And you've, you said, there's just an electric feel. And that immediately made me think of that song. And I was like, yeah, that, that does sum up what we've got right now. So we'll see if that plays into the overall initiative, but it's, it's really important to us to have a common message that we could not only tell current businesses, future businesses, current talent and future talent, who we are and um, what's going on here and try to sum it up. Yeah, 100%. And just to kind of go along with what you said is that, you know, for me, a brand or is just essentially giving a community its identity. It gives us a clear definition on what what makes up Bloomington normal. And I think it allows um, a community or an individual to align their values to their place of living. So that's you know, when you ask me, why do I love Bloomington Normal? Well, again, to me, it just is electric. There were so many sparks happening. I was able to just drive down the road and see new businesses pop up left and right. I was able to see established businesses creating new initiatives, making, you know, their world better for their employees and the clients that they served. So to me, seeing all that growth or expansion was just Again, electric. Um, I there's so many sparks happening here and there. Whenever I would just drive through uh, Bloomington Normal, so uh, to me, again, it's just all about giving the community its identity, and we all have different versions of that. So I think it's just important to realize how we can come together to really, again, promote what makes up this amazing community. And the, the vision for the community was actually on our strategic plan, um, almost at the very bottom, I think uh, when we finished it up in 2020. And it was one of those things where we knew that we needed to get to it. Um, but before we did, we had some other major lifts to uh, knock off and we've got through a lot of those. So it's definitely risen up. And which is why this year we're like, all right, we're going with this. We're going to start off in Q1. And the reason um, we were able to hire you was that the, the board reallocated funds because it was really important to me after being through a couple of these. You don't want to have a brand and it's this huge launch and then it sits on a shelf like this needs to be an ongoing conversation. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many times that they say in advertising, you have to see or hear something before you actually remember it. Um, but this is something that we're going to continue to evolve. We have to continue to tell that story. And so, again, back to your uh, background in journalism, utilizing all the social media outlets, which I know a couple. Um, my kids are really good at TikTok. I know nothing about it, but I'm pretty sure if we want to get in front of the, the students here, whether it's high school or ISU or Wesleyan or Heartland, um, let them know what jobs are available. We're gonna have to get into TikTok with whatever uh, this new brand is, uh, because I think it's really important that, you know, we do a good job when it comes to telling the story of business and why you should invest here. That's what the EDC is for. Um, but we have to have another arm that's telling you why you should live, work and play here. And hopefully we can utilize a combination of all these microsites, 
all these different social media platforms, this podcast right now uh, that we could be doing more of these and actually probably some video blogs as well uh, to start job shadowing some people, uh, just going out in the town whenever there are different uh, concerts going on and the stables had some pretty cool names. Um, it's there's, there's things happening here that I don't think even lifetime residents realize are in their own backyard. So hopefully we can use uh, social media with your help and tell those stories. Well. Luckily for me, one of my favorite parts about working here so far and then just the five days that I've been here is that I am surrounded by an incredibly talented team. And for me, having a team that is knowledgeable and even passionate about what they do allows me to do my job even better than I could have ever imagined. So again, it's the notion that we all make up this one component to be a voice for the community and to really integrate all of the beliefs and the initiatives that we have going on and promote them. So again, that's just been my favorite part so far is just um, knowing that I have a team that is there beside me to make sure all of these initiatives and all this new branding that's to come down the road will go into place. And I'm excited for the future with that. Yeah, and I'll brag a little bit about the team as well. Just the uh, the dynamic that we have here, I think, is really important because we're really focused on culture. And um, I won't actually repeat the motto in-house, but, you know, we like to work hard and play hard. Uh, but it's really important because we do have a culture here, and I think our community has a culture as well. And um, trying to capture that is going to be it's going to be tough to capture it um, in, you know, into a book that everybody understands. But I think everybody could feel it. Uh, for lack of a better term, that something's happening here and we need to be able to broadcast that. So it's definitely going to be a challenge. I think that you are in the right role, got you at the right time, definitely have the energy for it. I'm talking about the electric energy. And um, yeah, we're going to feed off each other in this team and uh, we're going to continue doing what we're doing internally. And now more people are going to know about it. So I'm, I'm super pumped because the people that are on our board, they get updates every single week so that they know what's happening and uh, they're very happy. Uh, but I think that we need to do a better job of letting the public know everything going on in their backyard because we've been doing this in multiple communities. I've never seen, you know, action like this, investment like this, new jobs like this, and just potential for growth when it comes not only uh, to somebody who's an engineer, but from the bottom up. And you're starting to see that as, you know, servers and waiters and bartenders start to climb the ladder because there's so much more opportunity here. And there's there's more for others as well. Once we line them up with the right training programs, um, going through the right school districts, uh, there's there's just there's so much funding that's coming through that we need to make sure that we're capturing ours and improving our workforce and our residents uh, so everyone can have the best life here in Bloomington Normal. I don't have anything to add to that. I'm just going to go exactly what he said. It sound, yeah, it's 100% uh, true. And I agree with all of that. I think that covers our impact on the being economy right there. Um, so we'll jump into uh, the funner side of most of the podcasts. And that is uh, something that will be a major part of the storytelling as all of our testimonials on what's so great about this place. But if you had a prospect in town, um, whether it's a business or just a friend and you're trying to convince them to move here, what does that perfect day look like? Like, where are you going to take them? What are you going to show up? Well, pending good weather. Yes. So like perhaps not like today. But uh, yeah, so that's a good question. I would definitely 100% do a brewery tour. Mm. So I would love to take them to all the different stops that we have here locally. And if the weather cooperates, I would love to show them different aspects of Constitution Trail. Because I think that connects literally to some of the coolest places that we have going on. Mm -hmm. Dinner could be at 
a lot of different places. Biagi's is wonderful. Ancho and Agave. Yeah, I can just think that any of those choices would be a good option. And I know I love animals, so (laughs) I would probably take them to the Miller Park Zoo. It's such a great family outing. Um, It's great for the kids uh, because it's a little bit smaller, so (laughs) you don't have to spend hours upon hours there. But, you know, I think just some relaxed fun um, and just those would be some of the areas that I can think of off the top of my head of what I would do. Yeah, just very relaxed, kind of shows more of the casual side of Bloomington Normal. And that's what's important to me. That's why I live here and why I stay here. So that's what I would show somebody coming to town. All great places. And I brought up last night, I was with somebody, uh, we went to Mystic Kitchen and then we headed over to Reality Bites and both have a different vibe. And I was talking to the owner and I think that, I don't know if we can incorporate this in the brand, but there's something to say about looking at our buildings from the outside compared to what's on the inside. Um, because this place is not what it seems at all. Like if you go into Anjou and above, like that's not what you're expecting to see. Same thing um, with Anjou and Agave. Like they've just done some great work around here. And that could almost describe our community mm-hmm. in some ways. Like, cause yeah, you, you see the zoo from the outside, you see a parking lot and it's kind of hidden behind some trees and you get in there and it's like, there's a tiger back here. <laughs> or the better one, I remember the first time we took the, the family into the Wallaby exhibit and it had like the double doors. And I'm like, well, whatever's in here, don't let it out. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, this reminds me of something on Jurassic Park, like shut this door before this one opens and you walk in and they're just bouncing around you. So I, I think that could kind of sum up our area as well, that it's not actually what it appears to be. Yeah, I think uh, we're very fortunate that a lot of our businesses um, kind of provide that big city feel mm. in a small town aspect. So just like you were saying, it's amazing that you can go into some local businesses, restaurants, breweries, um, even from seeing it from the outside and then you walk in, you feel like you're in a bigger city just by how they've designed it, how they've thought out their format and their plan. Um, And so that's, again, that's very exciting to see. And it's another reason why I love Bloomington Normal so much. So back to the food, we always ask everybody, what is their like go-to, one thing you have to try, be in food item? What's your favorite? Oh gosh, of course you had to put me on the spot like that. (laughs) Hmm, well, Little Beaver has great skillet cookies. Oh, yeah. 100% would go there. Uh, And then I would also probably say, you brought it up, Mystic Kitchen, absolutely uh, fantastic cocktails. Mm Mm-hmm. So they are a great brunch place as well. Did not know that. And yes, brunch is delicious there. And um, we have a lot of great bakeries here in town. So um, if you're in for a sweet treat, um, I would definitely suggest Theo's Micro Creamery. Oh yeah. Delicious. And actually I'm gonna add that to where I would take somebody to show them Bloomington, I'm going to Bloomington Normal. I would end at Theo's Micro Creamery. Um, so yeah, these are those are some of my top choices, I believe. That works out pretty good since uh, the the, uh, the uh, trail itself does sort of end at the circle. So of course, like, that's what I said. The trail connects you to some of the best places uh, in this community. So you just keep walking, you're gonna find something cool eventually. <laughs> So this one is going to be a tougher question because you've only been here a week, but in your mind, even just coming from the outside in, why does economic development matter to a community? So I think it kind of goes along uh, with what I mentioned earlier, that it is important because it gives a community its identity. And that's, again, what I was mentioning is the fact that people want to know that come here why they should stay here um and so they want to see life 
breathed in to our streets, um, our schools, our restaurants. And so seeing all that and witnessing that, I think that's important for people to realize that there is a team behind it doing the work to really bring the best of the best to this community, provide more jobs, uh, increase our education, bring smart practices to this community. So there's a lot of cool things happening. And it's important for people to realize that there are people behind that, uh, whether here at the EDC or people that are part of some of our committees that are spearheading that work. So it's important to realize that, you know, economic development is integral for a community to thrive. And so I think we're very lucky for all the work that the EDC does here alongside a lot of other businesses and committee work. No, it definitely uh, takes a lot of partnerships in order to pull this off. And um, you're right. I think that uh, something that maybe I'm taking for granted here because I haven't seen growth like this before. But if you're not growing as dark as it might sound, you're, you're dying. It's like it's, I literally call it a flywheel for a reason. And if you can capture that momentum, um, you're going to pick up speed and get more people interested. And that's what's happening right now. But I've also seen communities that go the opposite way, where if you are not, you're starting to get more vacancies and vacancies lead to more vacancies. Seeing the investment here and the opportunity, it's getting a lot of attention, which you know, Nick's been working hard to answering a lot of the RFPs and having developers in town to tell that story because a lot of the buildings that we had before to try to answer these requests for proposals with are getting full. So now it's like, all right, now we need more developers to build more buildings for these businesses to come in because we don't wanna lose out because we don't have the inventory. Um, but that's right, right now it's a good time because there's a lot of growth in a lot of areas. Um, but I've been a part of communities where it was heading the other way and you're trying to stop it to get the momentum back. Um, but right now we've got it and I think we're doing a good job capturing it and we're about ready to amplify that with all the marketing. Yeah. and. I think one of the things just that I have kind of picked up in a couple of days that I have been here is the fact that, you know, while growth is so important and is a much needed aspect to economic development, it's the maintaining of the businesses that we already have here as well. And I think, Patrick, that's something that you told me when we first met for the first time is that, yes, I think people kind of think that economic development is just grow, 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 grow. What can we bring here? But it's almost, again, just even as important to realize the businesses and the jobs that we have here. And I know you mentioned to me all the initiatives that the EDC has in place to even really work with the businesses that are already here. Mm -hmm. How can we help you? How can we improve your programs, your services uh, for your staff, for your clients? So I think that's part of um, the economic development world that I just didn't fully realize. I thought it was just, let's just bring in as many people and businesses that we can. Um, and so I think that's important for anybody listening to realize that, again, it's a lot of maintaining and improving upon the businesses that are already here as well. Yeah, no, that, that is your economy right now. And um, you want to make sure that they're taken care of and that they know about the same tools that all the new companies get, because it's really, I think, of the stat for the nation is 80 percent of your growth is going to come from people that are already here. They've, they've already drank the Kool-Aid. They know what works around here. And it's really important to dance with the ones that brought you. So we, we continue that. And I know people love the golden shovels on new projects and get a new name, um, but we have to take care of our own. So that is why we have a full time staff member that that's our role. Um, but it's it's been it's been nice to see. I mean, even Rivian, even though they're new, they've been expanding. Like they're they're already 
probably three to four times the size they were when they got here. Um, so yeah, we want to see more expansion from the people who are here before we bring in anybody new. And the people that we do bring in new, we want to make sure that they're complimentary, not competing. Um, so you'll never see us go after a Geico or somebody else that's going to compete with the people that we have here. Um, we want to make sure that uh, it really fits into our system because we don't want to be fighting over the same type of talent and then just some of that going on right now uh, because of how fast that we're growing but that's why we're shifting uh, a lot of focus to workforce and really on housing now so we can get more talent here and uh, continue the campaign to get more commuting going on between the communities back and forth um, because we know there's job openings everywhere and for us to survive and uh, thrive all of central illinois needs to succeed so I, I'm, we're happy to see what's happening in peoria and all of our partners champaign springfield decatur as well um, it's definitely not the way it was not even five years ago. I think things are definitely shifting in our favor, uh, especially with a lot of the onshoring taking place after the supply chain issues um, were exposed during the pandemic. And people are starting to realize that if they want to manufacture things, uh, Central Illinois in the Midwest is some of the best place to manufacture anything, especially because of talented workforce that we have, but also the low cost of electricity. Um, and we're trying to capitalize on that right now. I'm, I'm just going to say exactly what he said. <laughs> you described things perfectly. So, yes. We'll pick up on more of that as you get more into the uh, all the manuals and all the classes and everything that Nick's actually wrapping up now in his last session over at the University of Oklahoma. So he'll be a grad of EDI pretty soon and be qualified to sit for the big exam. Um, no pressure, two-day exam. That's exciting. Like a, Congrats. Yep. 33% pass rate, so no pressure, but we'll, we'll get him ready for it. So he will... May the, the odds be in your favor. <laughs> 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 a certified economic developer himself. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, there, there's so much to learn and it's, it's ever-changing. Like every conference we go to, there's, there's more things to learn because there's always best practices. Yeah, and I am incredibly excited and thankful to be in a world that... Every single day I come into work, you can learn something new. You can uh, meet a new member of the community. You can have a discussion with somebody if they stop by your office and want to know more about what you do, because I've already learned that that happens quite a bit. <laughs> um, and people just want to have those one on one conversations and get to know you as a person. And again, I think that's just so important. We can do a big social media push and all that, and which, you know, what is our plan to do with some of this community branding initiatives that's happening. But it's also some of that grassroots marketing of really going to business, having them see your face, meeting them, talking with them. And that goes a long way as well. And that's an important component of mine. So I, I hope to be doing that. Oh, definitely. We're going to be able to have a speaking tour set up. So any of those clubs or organizations out there in the community that want to learn more about what we're doing, uh, don't be afraid to get a hold of us. Um, you can go to bnbiz.org and uh, contact us and learn more about what we got going on. Um, but other than that, is there anything else you want to cover for um, your first podcast? I mean, I was prepared for lightning questions. I'm. We did not prepare any lightning questions. I we're mean, gonna, like I'm ready for them. We're like... literally going to reserve those uh, <laughs> probably for our board chair, Andy Shirk, uh, at the next <laughs> podcast. So we'll, we'll, we'll test uh, we'll test him out for those. But no, I mean, great job for your first one. Looking forward to doing uh, more of these with you. And again, hopefully we can get um, more businesses in here, more developers in here to help tell their story because it's just a great way for us to share with our listeners and our audience is uh, really impressive as far as how many people from different countries listen to this and other states. Um, so it's a, it's a great way for us to tell our story, generate content, and let everybody know how great it is to live, work, and play here in Bloomington Normal. Well, I appreciate you having me, and I just want everybody to know that I'm incredibly excited to be in this role and uh, to be someone who can connect in the Bloomington Normal community. So thanks for having me. 
Tune in next week as we continue to take an inside look at Bloomington Normal's economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners, and learn more about our BN Advantage.